Today's episode is brought to you by Pura. Pura is the world's number one fragrance diffuser. The Pura Smart Home Fragrance Diffuser allows you to customize your scent experience with premium designer-grade fragrances from the convenience of your smartphone. The Pura app lets you set custom schedules for your device from anywhere. You can alternate between scents, you could adjust the intensity, and you could set it to away when you're out of town, and you can also choose between different colors for your cool LED light that's on top of the Pura, which is quite the hot ticket in my house because my kids love to fight over what color the the light will be. I don't know if that's a good selling point that your kids will fight over it. Just don't tell them that they could choose. Just set it yourself and have fun with it. It's, this is your fun thing. Anyway, we have the Pura in our home and we love it. As you know, we have two kids in diapers, hopefully not for long, but you know, as of right now, two kids in diapers and the Pura keeps our house smelling good and it totally helps combat all of the other scents we have going on, you know, in the aren't house because it could be a smelly place without the Pura. They have a ton of scents to choose from. We chose to pretend like we are fancy and that our house is like a high-end trendy boutique and we chose the Capri Blue Volcano scent from, you know, the infamous volcano candle. And it smells just like the real thing. It really does. It smells so good and the smell is like so potent but not like overpowering and gross like, you know, diffuser scents can typically be. It smells so good. And we're also excited to try out some of their other scents. They have a rotating lineup throughout the year of seasonal scents and new scents that are featured on their site. Right now, they have a best-selling Hawaii-scented candle from the Homesick candle line that we're going to check out next. I put it on my subscription for next month. I will report back. I can't wait to smell it. Anyway, you should get a Pura. You'd love it. You would love it. It would make a perfect gift if you already have it. And your house is going to smell so good. And also, we have a code. Because of course we have a code. You could use our code WANNACHAT for 15% off of your purchase at Pura.com. Again, that's code WANNACHAT for 15% off of your purchase. Your house is going to smell so good. You're going to be so happy. You're going to feel so fancy. And again, you're going to have like a cool LED light situation going on in your house. And maybe your kids will not act like animals about it like mine do. Anyway, now on with the show. Hello, everybody. You are in for a treat. Back from the dead, Taylor Tucker is here. In her pregnant glory, she took a couple months off. <laughs> she lives. Because she was dying. Yes. Yes, because I was um, pregnancy, pregnancy death. Me. Any, I mean, <clears throat> anybody's pregnancy fatigue is, val- is valid, you know? Oh, yeah. I tell every pregnant person I ever meet, um, you're allowed to complain 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. And like I told a coworker who's pregnant for the first time, she was like, I feel so guilty. And I was like, no, she like, she feels guilty about complaining about pregnancy. And she was like, I just know when I like get my baby, like it all, I'll be worth it. And I said, you stop it right now. No. Yes. We all love our babies. Mm -hmm. Like, let's get that straight. We love our babies, but no, you are allowed to complain as much as you want because this sucks. Sucks. (laughs) I like. I remember trying so hard to get pregnant, trying so hard. I mean, it, it took eight months. I shouldn't exaggerate too much, but trying like really hard to get pregnant with Piper. Mm-hmm. And then that, when I got pregnant with her, like her pregnancy was horrible. Like I lost 20 pounds in the first trimester and I was so sick. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like, so yeah, like guilty, like for being like, like, Oh, I just, I can't do anything. And I was like, always just numbed on like Zofran and all like the anti mm-hmm. nausea and everything. Luckily it got better for me. Every kid, like I got less and less nauseous. But mm-hmm. when I say that Taylor has been through it guys, all pregnancy is never fun, but 
we are blessed to have her in our midst today. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. And also congratulations. Thank I've you. never told you that before. Just kidding. I no, <laughs> not, not, I mean, maybe less than a hundred times, but no, thank okay. you so much. I can never congratulate. Too it much. is a um, honor and a privilege. I mean, but, if I, we, wanted, but I want to die. <laughs> if we are to just hop into things, do you believe that you're going to share a pregnancy with Courtney uh, Kardashian Barker? I mean, she's got to get on it soon. I mean, that's not like a knock against like older Age, women, but, but she, biologically, but, but like biologically, she she does need to get on it. And I do always wonder, like, does she have eggs frozen? I wonder, um, like, I wonder if all of them have like eggs frozen. Um, because I mean, obviously, with Kim and Chloe, they've both used like Chloe's looked into surrogates before. Kim obviously has used a surrogate. So I won- always wonder, like, does Courtney have eggs mm-hmm. frozen? Well, but and like, they got to get on it. They're not young chickens. Yeah, they're not. And in the um in the Hulu trailer. So let me just preface this by saying that unfortunately, if you don't like the Kardashians, this is going to be a very Kardashian centric episode. Sorry, so everything is just kind of Kardashian or Kardashian adjacent. That's the world that we're living in. Do you want us to like talk about world news? No, you don't. This is better. No, you don't. Um, <laughs> Hey, Taylor, what's your uh, take on foreign policy? What do you mind? Yikes. I would rather die than talk about that. <laughs> the last In the last week, I made this TikTok about just like me peeling off one of those stupid like Joe Biden, like I'm responsible for this stickers at gas pumps. Literally, it was like a throwaway TikTok and then whatever. All the comments for the last like week solid. Every time I open up my TikTok, there's like 50 new comments of just these idiots debating foreign policy in my comments and the comments are wild because like one like super conservative person will pick one liberal person and then they'll just fight for days and it's just like comments after comments after comments and I'm like you guys are doing me favors like because I made two of these videos and they both right. have like 200,000 views like mm-hmm. engagement is really good but also I'm like why why is this now a forum for for foreign policy why yeah and it's like you're commenting on a on a gossip podcast tiktok yeah and then also like the people that aren't debating foreign policy are being like oh you little snowflake are you offended and i'm like, oh my gosh please no i'm not offended. you're only you just benefiting don't understand me. how it works you are benefiting <laughs> me thank you hilarious yeah hilarious anyway don't know how i got from there from courtney to this but anyway very kardashian centric episode we'll just kick things off i guess with the new hulu um trailer came out for their new show I've been confused about where we're supposed to see it because I always thought it was Hulu because I always talked about it being Hulu. Mm-hmm. But then there were all these posters saying that was on Disney Plus. But I think it's just Disney Plus internationally. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. Um, since Disney is the main owner of Hulu, like they can put it wherever they want, like internationally. But I, yeah, I haven't seen any anywhere that it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, just like, do, do I? I only see Hulu commercials. Like, it's so funny to see like the branding, like keeping up or like whatever they're calling it, Kardashians, and mm-hmm. then it's like Disney Plus in the background. I'm like, didn't they have to cut out scenes of Hamilton because they were like too risque? <laughs> like this isn't going to uh, really work out for them. Um, anyway, but the Hulu trailer came out. Not many revelations came from the trailer, except for Courtney and Travis are trying for a baby, or maybe it's. It might just be a one episode off thing. Cause that's what they yeah, did it might just be one conversation where she was like, 
I think I want to have kids. And we always knew like Courtney would probably have more kids, but I mean, again, they're not spring, like they're not super young. They're not in their twenties. And in the trailer, they were at like a doctor's office and like they had to get a sample or something. Yeah. Cause you just never know if that's just a storyline that they needed. Yeah. You know, cause I feel like we've been down this road with all of them many times. Like how many medical offices have we seen the Kardashians in? For like preventative stuff, like yeah, and even like the last season or the second to last season when Tristan and Chloe were going through the whole surrogacy thing, but like everyone knew Tristan was cheating at that. Mm -hmm. Like it was just so like, wait, so is this a real storyline? Is it not? And we saw Tristan in the trailer. We saw a lot of Scott in the trailer, which was nice. I didn't know if he was going to stick around for the new show. Of course. Like Where that. is he going to go? What has he got? What has well, he like, got to do? I didn't know if the Kardashians would keep him. Mm. I think you that know? they know that fans really like Scott. Yeah. Because he does always bring the like comic relief. Mm-hmm. No matter what. And I think now, especially with Travis around, people want to see that dynamic. Mm-hmm. People want to see how Scott reacts to things. And like, so are they all hanging out together or are they co-parenting but like Scott's never like with Courtney and Travis and he's just like with the other family members like he's always just with Chloe is Scott dating anybody right now not that I know of not that I've heard of and the thing about Scott is when he is dating somebody I feel like we do know you know yeah because it's usually a 19 year old so yeah it's normally how many times have I um, messaged you and been like is this the housewives girl yes is this yes. the right one is this the one that's I was like oh no that's the older sister you're thinking of the younger sister oh yes the even younger mm-hmm. my goodness how old is rain courtney's youngest rain would be oh gosh six or seven at this point because when they did um when they did the final reunion for keeping up they had asked Scott and Courtney, have you slept together? And she was like, no, we really haven't slept together since um, rain. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, yeah, so he's seven. seven. And so, yeah, okay. they're like, no, we haven't slept together for, you know, this was probably yeah, six years or something. Hmm. Yeah. Any other revelations from the trailer? Do we think? Um, no, I thought it was actually pretty boring, but. Okay. Kylie's I mean, I think it's just pregnancy. interesting. Yeah, whatever. I mean, oh, I'm I'm such not a fan of Kylie, and I never was. I have said it publicly on this forum that I've never been a fan of Kylie, but I'm like extra not a fan of Kylie with because I'm also a very big hater of Travis Scott. So like yes. I really I truly do not care. And that's about, I don't know how they're going I'm to I'm sure Wolf is adorable, but like I don't care. Yeah. And I don't know how they're going to handle Travis Scott on the show. Like, I wonder if he's, mm-hmm. he's going to be completely out of it. Like, I'm assuming Pete will be. Like, like maybe they'll, like, reference Pete. But it doesn't seem like he's going to be part of it. You don't think at all? I think I read something that he's not on. Like, he'll be in storylines and stuff. And, like, he'll be on the phone and, like, on text and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. he's not. They didn't film. But then when they were they started dating there were all those things where it's like they were filming for the hulu show right they were on a date in staten island for the hulu show so i don't know yeah and i'm really curious so i saw that kim once said that like this hulu show is more documentary style 
I don't know if that's them wanting to like be taken more seriously. Whereas like she said on E, people really liked the pranks. Like the Todd Jinks. Yeah. The hijinks that, you know, Scott and Chloe were up to. Um, and that it's, this is going to be different. This is going to be more of a, their businesses, them as like getting up and working ladies, yes. getting off their butt and working and, um, yeah, more documentary style. So I'm interested to see like what that translates, what they think that translates to. And I feel like if, it, if it's more documentary style, the key for them is going to be like a quicker turnaround than they had with E. Because I feel like mm-hmm. it would be shooting forever uh-huh. and then they would splice everything together and then we would get stuff six months later. Like, and I we would wait- know. I remember we would waiting know for the wedding were, like, episode. Mm-hmm. Like waiting for the Kim and Kanye wedding episode was like forever like Mm -hmm. took literally forever I think that they were pregnant with Saint at that point like when we got Mm -hmm. it yeah and well the problem with that show is because the turnaround time was so long we knew when things were filmed before they started talking about them like we knew when things were oh that interview was done post Mm -hmm. that event because of like things like keeping up with the continuity and like reporters like that that were doing outfit check, snail check, like everything mm-hmm. of like, this didn't actually happen on this day and they had to go back and record that. And so then it just kind of like ruined it. So if they really want it to be documentary style, they got to cut that. Yeah. Cause they got to, they got to turn stuff around like a little bit quicker, especially just cause there's more, yeah. Like there's more people that are privy now to like the nails and everything. Yep. You gotta, we're not the gullible people that used to watch them. Um, <laughs> like, Back in the day when they had that little tiny house, little tiny house in Calabasas, yeah, little, little tiny house. house when a like tiny when house. Kendall and Kylie shared that room. Like I was watching like a mm-hmm. old clip from like their first season. Everything about that first season was wild because really wild. it wasn't that much different than like the show Pretty Wild. Did you ever watch that one? Oh, uh, Alexis uh, Myers. Yeah, I did. Are you Alexis kidding Nyers with the Meyer one. sisters Bible? Like. Oh my, um, what did they believe in? The secret? The secret. Love. Oh my gosh, baby. classic, classic. But the I'm secret. like, how did that, like, the Kardashians really wasn't that different? And yeah. some could argue, other than the sex tape of it all, the pretty wild story was more interesting with the bling ring burglary and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's funny how far they've come, but maybe it's because they work so hard. I just can't imagine, like, Kendall and Kylie were so young, like roping them into storylines was so wild. Yeah. And like creating, I can't imagine being a producer and being like, hey, we have to come up with a storyline for a 12 year old today. Yeah. yeah. Like what? Did you? Like, oh, we're talking about the older sister sex tape, but then we're going to quickly switch scenes and the 10 year old is going to be walking her dog and yeah, like, like trying out for the cheer over. team. Is she going to get on? <laughs> yes. Like I remember that. And I'm like, hmm, it's the girl with the TV show and the Kardashians as her sisters and Bruce Jenner as her father. Um, is she going to make it to her high school cheer team? Yes. Hilarious. Sure. Don't know. Um, this is a quick sidebar. So I've said it many times. I always know what's going on for the most part in the housewife world, but I don't watch it. And so I definitely didn't. I don't know Yolanda Hadid like this. But did you see all the things that came out today about Bella Hadid's uh, plastic surgery? 
No, I have not seen that okay, yet. But so she, she finally admitted to the nose job because like for okay. ever, she's always said nothing. I've had nothing done. done. Yeah. It's like, but we have eyeballs. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, but she was, she said that she got her nose job when she was 14 and that she always felt um, like very ugly and was like raised thinking that she was very ugly in comparison to Gigi. Yeah. And um, yeah. and like Gigi. That like, makes a lot of sense. Because so when Yolanda, then Yolanda Foster was on the Housewives, um, Gigi was barely becoming a model. She was doing like swimsuit ads and like stuff like that. She wasn't high fashion. Like she is, you know, like walking all the runways. Um, But like they never focused on Bella ever. Like the storylines were never Bella. It was always Gigi um, telling Yolanda, telling Gigi that she can only eat an almond. Like Gigi literally said, mom, I'm so starving. And she was like, well, then eat an almond. And chew it really slow. And chew it really slowly. So, um. Yeah, if you remember that season, you won't remember Bella. You'll only remember Gigi. She was, you could tell she was kind of like the prize, but she was older. So maybe, I don't know. Her comments about it were sad. I'm trying trying to pull it up. Let's see. But that makes complete sense to me from what you can see. Yolanda tell, talk to Gigi, how she talks to Gigi in the series. Um, that she would also make Bella feel uh, less than to Gigi. Here's everything she said about the plastic surgery. She said, people think I fully effed with my face because one picture of me as a teenager looking puffy. I'm pretty sure you all don't look the same as you did at 13, right? And then she went on to say that she's never received filler either. Let's just put an end to that. I have not an not an issue with it, but it's not for me. As for her eyes and brows, she had no procedures done either. Instead, she snatched her her snatched appearance as a result of good old-fashioned makeup hack. Whoever thinks I've gotten my eyes lifted or whatever, it's face tape, the oldest trick in the book. To all this, I say, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I mean, mean I don't nose- believe I don't believe that no like people don't get Botox anymore. Like, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I don't believe it. And really, like, and also, like, who cares? It's Botox. She's not doing tape every day. Like, she's not doing tape, like, when she's walking down the street and, like, paparazzi are getting her. Mm -hmm. Like, you can tell on runways and stuff, like, how things are, but, like, she's not doing face tape every day. Right. And I don't care about plastic surgery. Get whatever you want done. Like, do whatever, but just don't be, you know, do whatever. But I truly don't understand when people deny filler and Botox. Yeah. It's like the most normal thing you can do these days. Like mm-hmm. even plexus surgery at this point is normal. And I just assume that everyone has, but like I ultra assume that everyone's doing, but like if I've done Botox, everyone has done Botox. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> like she, she said, I was the uglier sister. I was the brunette. I wasn't as cool as Gigi, not as outgoing. That's really what people said about me. And unfortunately, when you get told things so many times, you just believe it. Um, mm-hmm. She said, I'm trying to like piece this together because Us Magazine decided to write in their own sentences every time she said a sentence. Um, Because it says she opened up about her, quote, insecurities, anxiety, depression, body image issues, and eating disorders, end quote. 
but then they don't give me the quote where she opened up about that. It says, <laughs> I put on a very smiley face, a very strong face. I always felt I had something to prove. People could say anything about how I look, about how I talk, about how I act. But in seven years, I never missed a job, never canceled a job, never was late to a job. And no one can ever say that I never worked my ass off. That's Kardashian levels of worth ethic. Has to be applauded. She got up and worked, man. But yeah, I mean, I could tell um, on the show she was so young, but it did seem like she was way, way more shy than Gigi. Yeah. And nose job at 14 is really something. I think about like every time I watch someone recover from something like that, Mm -hmm. it's like the same feeling I get when I see these like seven-year-olds running around with braces on. I'm like, I mean, that's cool that like their parents are like doing dealing with oral stuff, but but if you think at that seven, a- I'm like, how is a seven year old handling that pain? And like, if you think an eight year old is going to wear their retainer when those braces come off, you are sorely mistaken. Because I was 15 and I still didn't wear a retainer. Yeah. So and then it everything yeah, got like, ruined. Exhibit A, I <laughs> did not wear my retainer. And then now look at me. exactly, kids. If you're listening to this, wear your retainer, or you will regret it when you're 30. Yeah. <laughs> the um what's I gonna say it's really bad to forget what you're gonna say when you're recording a podcast just just uh let me say that uh first of all but anyway yeah 14 year old getting a nose job seems sad to me one for like pain management reasons and two just because I don't know I don't know but whatever yeah, yeah. I mean I think it's really sad that and she said that she wishes that she didn't do it like she that. says she says that she regrets it and she thinks that she would have grown into her nose. And she said that she felt the pressure to get it done. So that's everyone's pointing like the, the finger part. at Yolanda because I can't like, a 14 year old. That's a mom getting the procedure done for them. Yeah. I can't imagine my mom like trying to pressure me into getting plastic surgery. I mean, there was a lot of body issues in my family, but like at least not plastic surgery. <laughs> Like, I feel like my mom was even, like, afraid to tell me that she, like, didn't like my hair, like, how my hair looked or whatever. So I could, like, cannot put myself in a mind space mm-hmm. of being, like, mm-hmm. let's go get your nose fixed as a 14-year-old. Yeah. Anyway, there's that. But now that we've alluded to it 14 times, let's talk about the other thing that happened in Kardashian news, which kind of sets off the the stream of things, allegedly, because <clears throat> people think it might be a PR distraction, whatever. And let me just preface by saying, I know everyone's having a lot of fun on TikTok and all these accounts are getting so much engagement by being like, this is a PR relationship. I know that this is a PR stunt. This is happening because it's PR. It's all PR. The PR professionals are a little crazy on TikTok and I'm like, let's calm down. The only thing crazier are like the blind item people. Yeah. Because the site that they're all sourcing is crazy days and nights, which is not accurate anymore. It hasn't been accurate since Mm. like 2017, 2018 at all but um like you'd be better off trusting like Dumois like if these were like Dumois reporters I'd be like okay I trust you but anyway the PR people on TikTok it's very funny so the Kardashians their video clip came out from Vanity Fair they were um or was it Variety something starts with a V Mm -hmm. promoting the new Hulu show and then um Kim Kardashian says her infamous I'm gonna see if I could just quote it from memory my advice to women in business would be get off your effing ass and work. No one wants to, no one wants to work these days. Um, that's so true. That's my Courtney impression. You have to surround yourself with people who want to work. 
playing devil's advocate. I've never seen the entire clip. I don't know if this is like a long thing. Yes, it is. And I can't um, say devil's advocate because I mean, I guess she did preface with like women in business because as her clip goes on, she starts saying like, people think I'm just posting things and it's just happening. I took it as like, she was maybe talking to like people that want to be influencers or like do like her kind of thing that think it's all just like yachting and just like being hot and just like taking an Instagram picture and putting it up and whatever. Cause influencers, if they're doing it right. And if they're making a lot of money, they are working really hard. Mm-hmm. It's insane. The amount of money that they get for the amount of work, but it's still like they are working, they are putting in hours. So I'll give them that. But so you think she was talking, you don't no, think she was no, like talking I to see, the average woman. I, I don't know. Cause if she, no one, if like no one wants to work these days thing is like, cause like, I can't imagine her being that out of touch and that un PR savvy. No, I think she knew exactly what she was saying. Um, I don't think Kim talks anymore without knowing exactly what she's saying. Um, I could, I can picture, I can imagine the realm of where you're coming from, where she's talking about like, want to be influencers, want to be famous people. Like people that want to do what she did. Like, okay, you want to do what I'm doing? Get off your butt and work. That's, yeah. That's why I took it as the first time. But after seeing it for 42 times. Yeah. I now read it as the most. It's just hard because that's not, that's not, she didn't say like, for the people that are trying to do this. My advice to women in business. Yeah. And like my favorite TikToks about it are the production side where it's like the unpaid intern who just got yelled at because their Fiji water was like had condensation on it. The producer that has been awake for 24 hours to set up that variety shoot, Mm -hmm. like all listening to Kim tell what seems to be the average woman to get off her ass and work. And also like the tweets of people being like, I worked on the skims team as a freelance, whatever didn't get paid or like put in like did 13 hour days consistently for like four months straight. Didn't take days off. Got screwed over in the end. Not a great look, Kimberly. No. And like the seven housekeepers that sued her because they weren't getting paid. And then she was like, well, I hired you through a third party company. So that's not my fault. And my problem is, okay, my bit, my biggest pet peeve is when people use the quote like Kim Kardashian or like Beyonce have the same 24 hours in a day that you do. I hate it because I'm sorry. You don't have the resources is not laying in bed thinking, okay, when do I have to go to the grocery store? I have to make a grocery list. Then I have to take my son to preschool. And then I have to, they're not thinking about how they're mapping out their day like that. Mm-hmm. because they have nannies they have chefs they have personal shoppers they have assistants they like so to not like their job that's is just my to biggest, be them it's my biggest peeve you don't have to you don't have to say something about your privilege every time you talk but if you're going to talk about get up and work you have to be like I'm really lucky that I get to focus 100% of my time to work when I'm not with my children because they're with a nanny or they're with my assistants or because somebody else is grocery shopping for me. Mm-hmm. Someone else is cooking dinner. So I get to study for law school to not, to not um, talk about that is what 
gets annoying because we, I'm sorry, but me and Kim Kardashian do not have the same 24 hours in the day. So like, don't try to tell me that bull crap. Did you see that TikTok where it says like, show me two clips that give off the same energy and it's Kim's like, get off your A and work clip. And then it's Rachel Hollis's. (laughs) Yeah, I am privileged, but I worked really hard to have the money to pay someone to clean my toilet. You married a Disney executive. Yeah. You married a Disney executive. You you worked really hard. She actually, um, (laughs) I think it's the skinny confidentials podcast who I normally Mm -hmm. boycott. Um, I think she's on the skinny confidentials podcast, like sometime this week talking about like her cancellation and like how like everything was taken out of context. I'm like, you can't take things out of context when it's a clip that you're posting yourself, like your Instagram. The entire clip. No, and it was no like, one edited you. Yeah. And the way like, that she we just really, watched the whole clip. She really thought that she was saying something. Like the fact where she's like, oh, I'm making so this strongly. a TikTok so because people need to know that I'm privileged, but it's because I worked really hard. Yeah. But it's it's hard with Kim and like someone like a Kardashian, they never, never didn't have a nanny. They never didn't mm-hmm. have a personal assistant. Like they have never lived that life um, without that before because their dad was a mega millionaire. Then, you know, they married into the Jenner family. And so it's just like, they've never known or had children when they didn't have a nannies. And um, trust me, um, I, want, I want all the nannies. Yeah. Um, this is not a nanny hater um, podcast. I want all the nannies. And if I could afford them, I would get all of them. Okay. I would have a night nurse. I would have two nannies for each kid. Like I would. Um, I can't afford that. So, you know, unlucky for me, but they've never known a life without that privilege. So they can't even be like in the beginning, we worked so yeah. hard. They did work hard. Okay. But like also in the beginning, they also just slapped their names on weight loss shakes. Yeah. They also just like slapped their names on like belly bands and, and like they started like, on like, you know, like third plate or whatever, you know, like privilege wise right. and stuff. Like they were already closer to home than most people will ever get. Right. You know? And like, I don't, I don't blame them for that. They, you know, I can't there. It's not their fault that they were born into a Kardashian household and then went into a Jenner household and then who they are today. I can't blame them for that. I'm not like mad at them about that, but like, come on, like acknowledge one. I need one yeah. acknowledgement of it. I need one and it's, acknowledgement. It's very weird that she hasn't come out and said anything. Cause normally like when things happen to her in the media, she will like, you know, hop on a story or in an Instagram caption or something, she'll say, that's not what I meant. Like, of course I respect like all the people that work hard. And I recognize that I have a lot of like privileges in my life and advantages, whatever. Mm -hmm. She hasn't said that. They have never, but the Kardashians have never once recognized privilege ever. And so I, I truly believe, I think it's because Kim believes exactly what she said was exactly right. And she would never need to defend it. because She's like, what I said had no problem. She did say it with her full chest my advice full to women chest. Is get off her Courtney said that's in work so true you know I don't know and also I, like I just- love the takes I love the takes that like Chris that is like a mastermind and like a brilliant person she handles all negotiations like not saying mm-hmm. that the girls aren't 
incredibly smart. Um, but Chris is like a true mastermind and like does all the business. And then the girls like come in at the end, at least that's how I take it from like the beginning. Um, like in the beginning when they were doing perfumes and, you know, like really bad cosmetics. Oh my gosh. I remember their Kardashian line in Ulta. It was so bad. Um, that was all Chris. And then the girls would just like come in at the end, you know? Yeah. I like, I would like to hear her like your advice. Chris, what's your advice for women in business? Yes. Well, marry well and then work hard after that. Like, and that would open be a, a suitable... church so you're tax exempt. Yes. But I need to dive into that a little bit more. Mm, it's a fun, it's a fun dive. It's like complicated and it gets really. Because there's no way that that stuff, but... gets into everything. Like, that doesn't cover all of their earnings, right? It's mostly, it's mostly really interesting, I think, is because all the girls tithe to that church so they give like tithes and then basically they're paying chris because she's their manager as well so like i don't know how that i i would assume it's all tax purposes like there's not one ounce of religion happening in this church but (coughs) you know they're very religious so then now pivoting so then in the latter half of the week after the uh, quote gone wrong um kim kardashian does her boyfriend reveal on instagram she posts a little carousel of pictures three pictures in this pete and then at the end it's another picture of her and pete that's like the first time she publicly did anything with pete on her end so then immediately and that's what i do buy into people were like oh she's trying to give us a distraction here it is yeah that makes complete yeah. sense Flash forward to Saturday morning or Sunday. What day was this? Sunday? Let's just say Sunday. Um, the Sunday text morning. From Pete to yes. Kanye. So um, Pete's friend, Dave Cyrus, or Sirius, I don't know how you say it, but he was like an SNL writer, production dude, posted all of these texts where until we got the Kanye response video, I was like, I don't know if this is real because it seemed fake. The picture I'm in bed with your wife thing. I was like, this isn't Kim approved. He's not going to do it. Kim approved. Absolutely. That's why I thought it was fake too. Everyone talks about how Pete is the nicest, most respectful guy. And that's why like he gets so many girls. That's why everyone loves him. Like that. He is so respectful. And to me, that comment with the picture did not seem respectful to Kim at all. Yeah. I truly think that she was in on it. Like, I don't think that he would even have the, like, the balls even to go up against Kanye without her approval. But anyway, here's what the text said. Yo, it's Skeet. And as you remember, Skeet Davidson was uh, Kanye's nickname for Pete. Yo, it's Skeet. Let me say before we get started, imagine being Pete Davidson, like, a long time person who was like idolized Kanye West for forever and grew up loving his music and loving rap and like Kid Cudi is his favorite and Kid Cudi is like a big part of that like good music Kanye West circle imagine like being in his position now where he's like okay now I'm gonna go duke it out with Kanye West like that will blow on my mind for forever yo it's skeet can you please take it 
take a second and calm down. It's 8 a.m. and it don't got to be like this. Kim is literally the best mother I've ever met. What she does for those kids is amazing. And you are effing lucky that she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us this way anymore. And I'm done being quiet. Grow the F up. Kanye says, oh, you using profanity. Where are you right now? And he says, in bed with your wife. And then he posts a selfie um, with his tongue out doing a peace sign in Kim's bed. Um, and you can also see on the uh, left side of his chest um, a tattoo that says Kim. So there's that. He has a history of, uh, you know, getting tattoos of his girlfriends and then just covering them up right after things are done. Um, so that's uh, something to note. But then Kanye says, happy to see you're out of the hospital and rehab. He says, same here. It's wonders what those places uh, do when you go get help. You should try it. I'm in LA for the day if you want to stop being a little internet bitch boy and talk. I feel like I'm not reading sentences properly. Um, you don't scare me, bro. Your actions are so, I don't say the, that word, um, and embarrassing. It's so sad to watch you ruin your legacy on the daily. You're more than welcome to come to Sunday service, says Kanye. Why don't we meet after Sunday service and the Saints and Saints game? I'll be at the BHH. I don't know what BHH is. We can have food and talk it out in my room privately one-on-one. Beverly Hills Hotel. That's probably what BHH is. Probably. Good job. You're smart, Mary. I'll be at the Beverly Hills Hotel. We can have food and talk it out in my room privately one-on-one man-to-man. And then a big part of the text was blurred out. Don't know what that was. Maybe it was room details. Have no idea. Says, what you are doing to your family is dangerous and going to scar them for life. Please handle these matters privately, bro. I beg you. You want to see me come to Sunday service? Pete says, this isn't public, dude. I'm not here for pictures and press, which obviously is all you care about. My offer stands. I wish you'd man up for once in your life. Let me help you, man. I struggle with mental stuff too. It's not an easy journey. You don't have to feel this way anymore. There's no shame in having a little help. You'll be so happy and at peace. You have no idea how nice I've been to you despite your actions towards me. And then another big thing that was blocked out. I stopped SNL from um, talking about you or making fun of you, which they've wanted to do for months. Another thing blocked out. I've stopped stand-up comedians. I, the text skipped. I stopped stand-up comedians from doing bits about you because I don't want the father of my girl's kids to look bad out there. More text blocked out. I have your back even though you treat me like shiz. Um, because I want everything to be smooth, but if you continue to press me like you have for the past six months, I'm not gonna. St- I'm gonna stop being nice. Also, six months. Very that's a legitimate. That's a legitimate time. That is a legitimate time. I was married within that yeah. time. <laughs> is that is that how we should mark all things? I was married for two months at that time. Was Mary married yet? Was this faster than Mary's engagement? If the answer is longer than two months, then yes, this was, <laughs> or no, it wasn't. Um, anyway, I feel like he was so sincere. And if he didn't have that in bed with your wife comment, I would say like, everyone, let's give it up for Pete Davidson. Once again, let's yeah. all clap. Let's so, all listen to Pete by Ariana Grande. So do you think Pete sent these texts to his friend and was like, hey, I don't want to post these, but can you? 
So I've wondered. Just, so like, like, that I just want to has, know the conversation of like that friend that has something coming out soon. So I kind of wondered mm-hmm. like if it was to be nice to like help a friend out while also getting the information out. But like I just can't even imagine the life the life of these people. <laughs> like, hey, um, I have a comedy special coming out. So um, can you leak me text messages that you have with your girlfriends? Baby daddy. <laughs> sure, man. Like, yeah, let me just throw this shit real quick. That's wild. Like, how many people were in on this? How many people had to approve this? Truly, was it because... Just Kim, was it just Kim and Pete being like, hey, dude, can you please post this? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, did did Kim bring in her PR people? Did Pete bring in his people? And it was like, hey, is this a good idea? Like, how many people did this go through? That's what I want to yeah. know. I want to be a fly on the meeting. And wall. like the your wife comment where I'm like, is the, are these old texts? Because... Like Kanye kept calling Kim his wife up until like a week ago when everything got finalized. And then that's why it's just a dig. I don't know. And then well, Kanye came in his video because he made a video response, and that's how we all knew that it was real. He the cinematography, very odd. It was like a blurred background, extra high def Kanye face. His eyes were closed. Um, and he's just rambling about how he has to protect north saint the is okay school, telling Tom people okay. where they go to school the the naming of the school is insane yeah mm-hmm. truly insane if you think about like all the people that go to calabasas to try to find their houses and now they know exactly what school the kids yeah. are going to they're gonna find they're gonna try to find their nannies they're gonna try, you know like that's a safety precaution for everyone, not just the kids. Like I blur, like, like I blur out like my kids' school name on everything. Right. Like anything right. I ever post, I'm like, let's make sure that nobody on the off chance that I've ever picked up one rando ever, no one's gonna know. Or like even when I like give birth, when I give birth, as if I do that all the time, hospital name blurred out for no reason. No one's trying to find me. But, but yeah, but it's something you think about. I wonder if they'll remain at that school. I feel like they put such an emphasis on keeping these kids' lives as normal as possible. Mm -hmm. Where they wouldn't want to just, like, switch their school willy-nilly. But I'm sure they just had a triple security. I saw saw a TikTok where she's a really, like, prominent lawyer who's, like, very pro-women and, like, defends women in divorce cases. And so she's been kind of going through um, their divorce case. And just, like, the simple things of, like, Kim winning to get West taken off her name was, like, a huge win for, like, women and, like, for Kim. Um, and she was talking about how dangerous the school thing was. But also, so since they split custody, there's a good chance that if Kanye didn't want them to go to that school, this is a way that he could switch schools. Oh, my. And if he just says the name of the school that they go to then obviously that's a safety risk Mm -hmm. for everyone involved. So they would have to switch schools. His manipulation knows no end. And And to me, that makes complete sense. Yeah. Because like, why would he put his, why would he put his kids in like actual danger like that? And then him being like, if you're in bed with my wife and it's 8 a.m., like, 
where okay, are my kids I really, at? I really hated this comment, and I really hated anyone that was like, yeah, where are you? Where are your kids? I, They're with the nannies. Where do you think they are? Are you I saw kidding? T- too many people defending it. And oh I think gosh. what it boils down to is one, Kanye is... Or they could the, be the, sleeping. The amount that, yeah, the amount that he wants to control these this woman is scary and needs to be taken care of. And two... Yeah. He does not grasp many things, but he does not grasp what it means to be divorced. When you are divorced... It doesn't matter. Like she's moving on and living her own life. You probably slept in a in with her at eight a.m. some mornings, and you didn't have the kids crawling all over you yet. Exactly. At you had the nannies wake up with yeah. them. It's her you own. Can't life. tell me you were up with them every and, single day. And then also the night before, he's like out with Chantel Jeffries again. And where was where was all this? Like, oh, well, why? Are, why aren't you with my kids or whatever? When he was out with Julia Fox to Miami, New York, and then back to Miami all like within three days. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I really hate the defending of like, yeah, where was Kim? Why wasn't she with her kids? Yeah. Like, okay. We all get babysitters. If we can afford it, we all have nannies. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I have a nanny come over before Jet gets up so that she is here when Jet wakes up because then I have to immediately start working. Yeah. I don't get up with my kid. I de- like, I mm-hmm. highly, highly doubt Kim always gets up with hers. So like, let's pump the brakes. And it's like, at... <clears throat> so when I was reading some responses I got, because I like made stories and a lot of people were upset thinking that Kim was in the wrong. And they're like, why is, uh, like, why is she with the boyfriend if the kids are around? And for a second, I was like, Okay, I'm not a child of divorce. I've I have no insight into that world. I've never had to. We also don't know where they were. We yeah. don't know if they were at Kim's house. They yeah. could have been in a hotel, and again, cousin sleepover, sleepover with yeah. exactly. They could have been at Courtney's house. They could have been at Chris's house. Like we don't we don't know where they were. They we don't know that they were in bed at Kim's house with all the children around. We don't know that. And when I was first reading re- reading these comments, before it even dawned on me that they were together for six months, because that didn't dawn on me until tonight, a couple minutes ago, I was like, yeah, like, I mean, I understand, like, maybe not wanting to bring the boyfriend around the kids right away, like, mm-hmm. wanting to, you know, keep their lives as constant as possible and not bringing men and stuff in and out or whatever until you are confident that maybe a relationship has a future or whatever. But six months, you can't get mad at that. That's half a year that the dude's been around. No. Yeah. He's around and he's sticking around. And I highly doubt that like Kanye would say like, okay, if I'm dating someone for six months, it's, I I still want to introduce them to the children. Yeah. Freaking right. Yeah. Cause if you share custody, then how are you going to do that? Yeah. Like, if you're, I don't know. I just don't like. And if you share custody, it's none of your business, really, what they're doing. Like, I mean, of course, it's like your business, like their safety and everything. But. And her what if hours they tell the kids like, that he is just a friend right now? They don't, they're still young enough. Like, yeah. yeah, maybe North would like figure it out, but it's not like they're making out in the kitchen in front of the kids. Like, I highly, highly doubt that. Yes. Like, we don't, we don't know what's going on in their house, but we do know what's going on with Kanye because he's putting it public and it seems like he's very having a very 
very scary public mental breakdown that I think if he was like a normal Joe and Kim was a normal person, he would have had a um, stalking charge, a um, domestic abuse charge, a, um, you know, like, I think he would have had charges against him already if he was a normal man stalking his ex-wife like this, Mm -hmm. like that ex-wife would be scared and would probably get a, um, what are they called? You know, restraining order, a restraining order. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's where all the anti-Kardashian conspiracy theorists like house and habit and stuff. I looked over there for a second. It was real dark on the house of habit page. Of course it is because it always is. And she, she hates the Kardashians and all of the pro Kanye people during this time, they're like, the Kardashians are trying to make him crazy so they could get justification for a restraining order to stop the custody and do all this stuff. This family, they've been through the ringer with divorce, co-parenting, yeah. um, separation and stuff. And they've never, there's no proof that they've ever tried to keep a baby away from their dad. Ever. No. Tristan Scott was Disick in is around. The, Scott Disick is around. Tristan was in the delivery room when True was born, when everyone knew he had cheated weeks prior. Yeah. Days Maybe prior. Maybe even days like, prior. Yeah. Like, Chloe knew her dad needs to be in the delivery room or else, like, I'm going to regret that decision forever. So, like, you cannot tell me that they are solely, like, based on getting 100% custody of their children all the time, like, having all the power. Because you could look at history as the proof. So all the people that are saying, like, oh, no, mm-hmm. they're just trying to build the case for the restraining order. But now that's where I'm like, when is it going to be enough in the, is enough, like, for the public? People get, like, canceled or whatever for a lot less. Kanye and, buried Pete in a music yeah. video alive. I'm, like, really confused how that doesn't scream... I'm having a mental breakdown and I actually could hurt someone. And how that doesn't scream. Hi. My ex is harassing me and is threatening violence against me. Somebody like my boyfriend. And we know, yeah. And we know this from several texts that like Kim has even shared of like, please stop talking about Pete like this because it's going to get, it's like scary now. Mm-hmm. Like someone's going to get hurt. Please stop. And he hasn't stopped. The fact that he is disrespecting the mother of his children, his ex-wife, who he claimed to love. She asked him, please stop. Someone is going to get hurt. And then he makes a music video burying him alive. Yeah. And then, and the Pete or the Kanye apologist too. I got somebody in my messages and I mean, like different opinions are fine, whatever. And, and if this was you, no hard feelings. We just have like different opinions, but a lot of people are like, well, that's Kanye's art, no. but, like, but it's also a threat. It's also a threat. Like, how is there it's like these rose covered colored glasses in front of Kanye? And I'm like, when's enough just going to be enough. And I'm saying this as somebody that made liking Kanye West a defining part of my personality and my only personality trait from like 2013 to like 2015, like until I like met my husband, I think. I did not. I did not know this. Oh, it was not great. 
Um, but I was like, wow, I'm going to be like this cool girl that loves rap music. Like that's going to, that's going to be like what sets me apart in Provo. And like in the word directory, it'd be like, I love tacos and rap music. I love Kanye West. That is, I had, yeah, that's my I favorite had, new fact about you. I had many like Kanye West shirts. I would wear them toward prayer, like the, like the church get togethers every week. And I just wanted everyone to know how cool I was. Cause I'm not oh like gosh. the other girls. You want to know a funny story about when I became a fan of Kanye? Do you know who introduced me to Kanye West? Like who, cause I think the very first, like when my mind was like, Oh, that's Kanye West during a song was love lockdown. Love okay. lockdown. You know, like one of his, uh, I'm not familiar with so that this song. would have been, singing it. this would have been, this would have been like 2008, nine. Um, when, and this album dropped. Um, James the Mormon introduced me to Kanye West. How did that I, happen? Like, How did oh you know gosh. him? Oh, I was friends. So he went to BYU Idaho when I was there. He was really good friends with my sister. Didn't know um, that you ever went there. Oh yeah, hot second. It was like a blip in my life. <laughs> um, I went there for two semesters and then I transferred to Provo. Um, but uh yeah so he was really good friends with my sister and they had like a friend group and then I remember um being like it was so specific I remember being at if anyone knows BYU Idaho the Ridge Apartments I was like in the guy's apartment James was talking about Kanye and I was like who's this Kanye and then like he played the song and I was like oh I've heard this song and like that is when it clicked it was like oh this guy is Kanye West yeah fun times anyway I um I really thought that you were gonna say it was our Chicago girl Elizabeth. Like I really thought that it was not Elizabeth. We we uh listened to Kanye, but no, we had a weird taste. Like me and Elizabeth had a weird taste of music when we were together. <laughs> I'll need to because I was know like more about that. I was like a different. I was like a different person. Like I would be with my sisters and like her her more like older friends. And then I would go and be with like my best friend, Elizabeth. And I was like almost two separate people. It was very funny. Anyway. I, um, I wish I was multiple different people during my Kanye phase. Cause <laughs> now like I look back and all the memories I have are just me being like, pick That's me so funny guys. I'm so different. I, like me looking at pictures of you from like your Provo days, which were so far after mine, like I would have pegged you as like, emo you went to like velour you went to like rooftop concert okay, series so like, I was doing all what of you that looked like I was doing that, all of that like that's I was yeah. at the velour every week I was dating a velour dude who sucked and I hated him every second <laughs> of it and I was just like but he wants to be my boyfriend I have to stay with him like the dude sucked I'm sorry yikes that is so funny and then I was always at the rooftop concert series but I needed everyone to know that I also you had a dark side you had a rap side it wasn't even just Kanye it was like I tried to adopt everyone into my personality because I had like these um like weird vague connections do you know who Odd Future is no so like Tyler the creator and like Frank Ocean and like those guys like they had like this whole group called like Odd Future they had like vague connections to the desert where I grew up Mm -hmm. so like so because of that, I did know like some rap and I had some background in rap music. And then when I moved up to Provo, nobody knew anything. 
So I would just walk around and I was the expert. But anyway, I digress. I'm saying that we all need to boycott Kanye West. And I do love his 100%. There are times where whenever I get in a listening rut, I'll just put him on and I get so hyped up. I love his music. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy, one of my favorite albums of all time, but it's time to boycott. It's before somebody gets hurt. Get him yeah, some help. I just think he's, it, but also yeah. like, and then people say, oh, well, he does battle mental illness. I'm so sorry that he battles men- mental illness. That sucks. And I hope that he can get through it, but then he we has need to more get than we the need resources. To get yes. yes. And I think it's just going to have to be through legal routes. I think that he needs to have legal ramifications. I don't think he, I don't think he's ever been arrested for anything. Now that I think about it, yeah, I'm trying to recall, but no. And I just watched it, especially not like recently. Like if he's if he's been arrested, it was years ago that I can you know that I can't recall. But yeah, I think it sets a bad precedent for like women and saying like he's not doing anything wrong. It's like if this was an average guy you would not be saying that he's doing nothing wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. And yes, I understand like Kim has all the security in the world, but that's still really scary. I feel like as a experiment, I should go into like a mommy Facebook group I'm in. No, I shouldn't because that's emotionally manipulative and it will like trigger people, but it like might make people feel some kind of way. But as an experiment, somebody should, because you know how you could be anonymous on Facebook now like you could just make like a post from group member just make like a small summary of like the kanye situation like my ex-husband yeah. and i broke up yeah. he's publicly harassing he's making posts and he's always posting about my boyfriend things. he like he wrote some poetry about burying my boyfriend what should happen and everyone would be yeah, like and police everyone right now say, call the police call the police the cops you're in you're in harm's way they would all tell you that yeah but no, we're not going to say it because he's rich, famous, and a quote-unquote artist. because Kim Kardashian deserves no respect. Right. Just because Kim has all the security in the world and, like, she'll probably be okay, that doesn't mean that it's not scary to have a man saying these things about you and harassing you and harassing your boyfriend and being so, just, like, telling secrets about your children. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite thing from this week was when Kanye went on that tear and posted the buttons that North yes. has on her backpack, the Kim, Kanye, and alien button. And apparently she can't like aliens because Christian God, you know, yes. don't worry, North, there's still a God. She can like green aliens. Like, it's fine, Kanye, calm down. Um, and Kim clapped back and was like, calm down. You literally saw them this morning. You took them to school. <laughs> And like, I remember when the uh, months ago when he bought that house across the street from Kim and everyone was like, wow, what a healthy co-parenting relationship that they're both committed to. Like the Kardashians do it again. Say what you want about them, but they're great co-parents. And then there was like that funny tweet where it's like, this is how Godspeed got, got shot. Um, but now it's like, shoot. Now he's just like, was he actually just being, was she actually just being super controlling and she didn't want him to live across the street? Don't know. 
Hopefully. We don't know what happens in their house, but what we do know is what we see on social media that Kanye posts himself. Uh, we and what I'm seeing ain't good. There's an update soon, and that the update is, hey guys, situation handled. Handled. Done. Yeah. Before somebody just, gets hurt. Like, him, I remember. Pete, Kim, a child, goodness forbid. Uh, yeah, I feel, I feel so bad for the kids that they're going to have to like watch this play out one day, like on the internet, like they're going to see it. That's what always sucks. I guess about like any divorce or any domestic dispute of this size is like, kids are always going to like find out on the internet and then have to read about this like horrible time. And it's probably like traumatic for them. You know, like they go back to that time and they're like, Oh wait, that was really traumatic. But I didn't know it at the time. But now I understand what was happening. You know, that's mm-hmm. sad. <sighs> My goodness. Well, that basically ends our uh, Kardashian recap. Um, that was this week in Kardashian. But before we go, I have a random question to ask you. Um, who do you think is going to win Best Actress of the Oscars? That's like the hot button issue because there's literally no way to predict right now. I don't know how you could ever say that because there hasn't been a single bone in my body that isn't predicting Kristen Stewart to win it by far. By logic or by your heart? Are you voting with your heart? Both. Both. And you know I don't vote with my heart. Um, she hasn't won anything. And she's lost nominations for things that she should have been nominated for. Listen, listen. People of I just want to chat. I don't vote with my heart when it comes to Oscar ballots. I'm there to win. And I win ballots. Okay. Um, you can fact check this with Elizabeth Byer. Um, and on the I just want to chat Facebook page. Yes. I don't vote with my heart. And that's how I win. And I. But my heart is coming into this one. I. It has to happen. It's going to happen. I have no doubt in my mind. And she deserves everything. She deserves everything. We now have Jessica Chastain winning two awards Listen, three did she win did she win a BAFTA did she did she win the Golden Globe well it's hard I can't remember the Golden Globes because they weren't aired so yeah um so that one just see. you know because honestly out of everybody's performances I mean I feel like Spencer is just like a thing unto itself. I feel like you can't even compare it to the other movies. It's like a different genre. It it was doing so many different things and Kristen Stewart did amazingly well in it and is deserving of the nomination and if she won, deserving of the award. And I haven't seen The Lost Daughter so I can't judge Olivia Coleman because I refuse to watch. But Olivia always wins. Children. Olivia is always that person where it's like, oh, she's not going to win, it's fine. And then she does. And you're like, Wait, what? But yeah, so she won the SAG Award and the BAFTA for the eyes of Timmy. Rachel Ziegler won the Golden Globe. Okay. Yes, that's right. But she is not nominated for an Oscar. Um, Yeah. So really, like, there's no way to predict Best Actress. Because, (sighs) I mean, and if a lot of people say if uh, Jessica Chastain wins, it's really going to be like, like an honorary, like you should have gotten this a while ago. Nomination. I don't know. There's, there's like some, 
people that predict these things that think that Penelope Cruz could win because of like the foreign language vote because the Academy itself has like diversified and now like percentage wise that could be in her favor. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people she won in look, look, she won in 2012. Okay. Yeah. So she's already won. Look, Kristen deserves this. Her fans I, deserve this. I deserve this. Yes. You've worked hard. You've been diligent. And <sighs> And I think Robert Pattinson has had his twilight day in the sun this last month where everyone has just rejoiced and and accepted him and loved twilight this last month, encouraging him. And now I would love one more month of that with Kristen Stewart. I would love a lifetime see, of it really, but to see their victories, to I see do think, their victories. I it's think really that, a victory for all of us twilight lovers. I'm just saying. I think that this category really will be out of all of them the one where people will just kind of vote with their heart so either i think i could see it going to jessica jessica chastain which mm-hmm. is so weird because nobody really loved that movie except for me or yeah, I, no i know like nobody loved it by did i love did i did i love spencer no <laughs> no i also didn't you, love spencer but i watched you go watch it on hulu if you want kristen stewart's beautiful face um, like I think people will vote with their heart in that way or they will vote with their heart for Kristen Stewart an underdog somebody that came up from like these teen movies she's worked so hard she's made a lot of good movies over the years it, it will be and the odds like were stacked a, against her it will be could you imagine Mary oh my gosh could you imagine if she had an Anne Hathaway moment where she was like I want to thank Bella for like because Anne Hathaway thanked the princess of Genovia I didn't know that like oh my gosh yes in her Oscar speech it was either her Oscar or like another one that she had won that year for um Lamez that that year I was very she said like she said in her speech like the girl that started off as the princess of Genovia Mm -hmm. and now I'm here and I would Oh, that probably yeah. was the Oscar speech because I remember um, it was. Kristen, too- I don't think Kristen would ever do it because I don't think she's like as chill as <laughs> chill's not the right word. I don't know. She just has a different personality than Anne Hathaway. But um, could you imagine if she was like the girl that started off as Bella? I, need I mean, yeah, she was Robert in Panic Room with Jodie Foster. You know, she's been famous for a long time, but like Bella from Twilight. Yeah, <laughs> I need the Robert Pattinson. Kristen Stewart commercial break reunion picture. I need a palate cleanser from all the Sookie Waterhouse stuff. Guys, I'm still following the situation closely. It's getting more and more unhinged as the days go on. Another PowerPoint will have to be made. This can't wait. I watched her Instagram live yesterday or like clips of it. And I'm like, this is <laughs> what's going on. How did he get into this? Um, I'm just so happy for them. Like, not Suki Waterhouse. I'm just so happy for Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. Like, they both made it happen. Truly and sincerely, I'm so happy for them. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say. And I will... (sighs) Where are you at with Zoe Kravitz and Channing Tatum? You know, I don't think about it that often. But, um, hot couple. Does it feel better to you? You know I'm sexually attracted to Channing Tatum, okay? Yes. And I'm I'm and pretty Zoe sexually Kravitz. attracted also to Zoe yes. Kravitz. So 
them. Um, I don't see them like that much in the news. Like I remember I was going through like Demois and somebody, it was like, what celebrities do you want to hear about? And somebody was like, what's happening with Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz? And it was like, they're still dating. Just they're out and about in New York. I don't know. It was like, there wasn't big news. Because as somebody who has watched countless clips of the Zoe Kravitz, Robert Pattinson press tour, because like they really went for it with the Batman thing. Like they, every stupid YouTube game, like they did this or that. They did every radio interview. They were. But also how dare her say that she doesn't remember going to see Twilight. And it was so like when I was watching that clip of her saying that she hadn't seen Twilight, it's like every pick me girl that I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Cause she's like, I never saw it. Actually, wait, no, 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 wait. I did. I went with, because my friend wanted to go see it. And I did see it in theaters at one time. I don't really remember it. Zoe, come on. And I love her. I'll love anybody that's ever involved with Big Little Lies. Even Shailene Woodley falls into that camp. Anyone that's involved with Big Little Lies gets a blanket stamp of approval from me until they (laughs) do something racist. They could do. That's um, my it feels. It feels. Shailene re- <laughs> Woodley feels really close to doing so, something racist. So, I'm just saying. But um, where was I going with that? But the press tour, their chemistry, and I'm sure that they were just turning it on. They were turning it on, and also there were those rumors that they did cheat on both of their spouses together during the Batman, like that. Ala Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Yeah, like. But it was a little bit more substantial than that because Zoe Kravitz was married, getting ready to go through her divorce. Barbara Pattinson was with Suki Waterhouse. But the reports were that they did, like, get together. <sighs> Briefly. Mm. But, like, so the chemistry is really mm. good. Yes. And if they ever yes. got together, I would just die. And also because my favorite I... Barbara Pattinson was when he was with <clears throat> FKA Twigs. Mm. And I yes. get big FKA Twigs from Zoe Kravitz. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I could see a really big comparison there. Not not like even like aesthetics wise, even though like aesthetics, like they are similar. Just like mm-hmm. chill girl vibe without even yeah, trying hard. Vibe. Like just the coolest yes. person that you'll ever see. Cool in the girl vibe, world. not trying. Mm-hmm. I could definitely say that. I loved like how chill Rob was when like people would bring up Twilight during mm-hmm. the press conference, like during that where he was like, don't lie. You don't have to lie. You can say that yeah. you saw it. That's so <laughs> like, I loved how, I love how, yeah. It's I love how like chill and funny he is about it. Because, because I could see some actors taking it like way too seriously where it's like, I will not talk about Twilight. Well, it's like years ago, yeah. he wouldn't, he wouldn't talk about it. Like at mm-hmm. all. Like I remember when he was doing some kind of press for the devil all the time, which it came out when Rooney was born because I watched it in the NICU with Rooney. I was like, the new Robert oh, Pattinson God. movie. My daughter has like two IVs in her right now, but Robert Pattinson just dropped a new movie. Let me watch it. And like, let's not forget, you also saw Tenet when like a doctor told you to not leave your house because your heart would explode. And you were like, too bad. I'm going to go see Tenet. Too bad. <laughs> that that did happen. Um, it's like, I, I guess, I guess I did risk my life for to, the The commitment to Robert Pattinson is real. Yes. Um, and also to Christopher Nolan movies. But oh yeah. Um where was I going with any of this? Completely just blanked. What was I saying? Oh, 
him talking he talked about twilight for the first time like two years ago less than two years ago Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. it's kind of like how leonardo leonardo dicaprio won't talk about titanic still like if they yeah if anyone tries to talk to him about titanic he'll be like no no think no thanks i don't know actors are annoying like that it's like come on titanic is like the biggest grossing movie of all time you really you're not you're gonna be you're gonna be a butthead you're gonna be a butthead and not talk about it it's actually on my um rewatch list for the week because this week is the 25th anniversary of titanic did you know that oh interesting i've never seen titanic all the way through (gasps) i know i know because you have nothing okay, with remember, time right now. You need to. I know. I really do. I I also have like some Oscar movies I have to watch. So I have a lot on my plate. But um, I remember the, the, the VCR like version, like the tape. And mm-hmm. it came with two tapes. Yeah. And I remember my really good friend from high school, Ashton, was obsessed with Titanic. Still is. Um, she walked down the aisle to My Heart Will Go On. Um, and... Not a great omen for a marriage. <laughs> no, but um, I remember like always, we didn't have it at my house because, you know, sex scene and boobs. Um, that condensation. With my Mormon mom. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. The hand. Yeah, with that hand on, with the hand on the window, sexy time. And I would be corrupted as an eight-year-old. Um, but um, I remember like she would always have one of the tapes in. She would have like the first half or the second half. One of them would always be in her VCR. And so I would watch like snippets and then I would watch snippets when it would be on like TV, but I've never sat down and watched the entire movie. Start to You need to. And I also like, I can't watch the end when the old people are in their rooms and the water is rushing in. I just, yeah. you know, it's really well, fun. it's a great movie. It is a great movie, but also I, you should have gotten, you should have given the dark Knight a 10 out of 10. I'm just- I accidentally gave it an eight out of 10 on my like Instagram reviews because I just <clears throat> used the same template in the movie that I reviewed before that was turning red and I forgot to change the number, but I mm-hmm. would have given it a nine mm-hmm. out of 10. Mm-hmm. But it's a 10 I, out of 10. I Mary. think, have you it's seen a 10 out of Batman? 10. I haven't yet just because pregnancy um, has not allowed me to sit in one place for three hours yeah. at a time. Um, so like my husband literally went and saw it by himself because I was like, I can't just please go see it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause I knew he wanted to see it. So he went opening night by himself. It was like the one seat in the theater left. Love it. Um, taking, I can't sit. Taking the Robert Pattinson of, Pattinson of it all out of the movie. I still think I liked it better than, than the dark knight just like the story because it's like imagine it was like a mystery so good it was like a mystery that you were trying to solve the whole time and it was like just like the dude was very disturbing the riddler like very very disturbing and creepy Mm -hmm. but because i don't love disturbing um superhero movies per se like i don't love all dc movies because i I still haven't watched joker because i I feel like oh i will not watch noggin wise i don't want it absolutely not um that's why i love marvel a little bit more just because they're lighthearted and more fun and they're not as dark um but if dark knight is ever on i will watch it like i will sit down and watch it i do not care it's like a fantastic film i love it well taylor thank you so much for coming on tonight 
Do you have anything that you need to tell the people other than vote for Kristen Stewart when Academy voting opens on Guys, if you're a member of the Academy, if you're a member of the Academy, um, please, please do the right thing and vote for Kristen Stewart because we deserve it. We as the fans. Me as having been a fan since Bella, since Twilight. On that note, everybody, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary. You can find us on TikTok at, at I Just Want to Chat podcast. Find us on Instagram at I Just Want to Chat podcast. And speaking of the Oscars, our Oscar ballot contest will start yet again. Will Taylor take the money yes. or will I? It, we go back and forth. It's always, it's always like a tie. Yeah. It's always a tie with us. And yeah, no, everyone enter it. It's really, really fun. Mary like does real-time updates. And so it's fun. I'm very Enter. excited. And now I have, I went to the Oscar museum a couple months ago. So now I have like merch to wear that night. I'm very excited. How exciting. Yeah. It's my I'm life going is to be great. eating a lot. I'm going to be eating a lot. We always do Oscar movie themed dishes. Um, they usually our friend Elizabeth comes up with and I just can't wait to eat so much food. That's what we do. Can't wait. Well, I will see you all next week with another episode. I think next week we're going to have a um, exciting, fun guest. Not that this one wasn't fun and exciting. We're going to have. I know. I feel like Alex I did that in a weird way. That's not what I meant. Is it? Is it going to be Alex Arndt? <gasps> should it be? <gasps> I, I should. Alex is on. He's a fantastic guest. I should bring him back. The right, rapid every- fire is what he needs to be doing for is his he- job. He um he does need to be commentating professionally. Anyway, yeah. thank you everybody so much. We'll see you next week. All right, bye.